Hey ladies! Welcome back to the Adulting Dating Oh My with your host Stacy and Morgan. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird looking at us right now. I know. Do I look like a different person? Kind of. Well, not necessarily a different person, but a different like version of yourself. Yeah. I feel like spicy. Like I can be like getting fist fights now. <laughs> it's funny how the start of the season you were blonde and I went brown mm-hmm. and now you're brown and I'm back to my blonde <laughs> and I had extensions oh that's so true so it was super mm-hmm. long too yeah I think it I keep seeing all of these things on TikTok where it's like you're either like a pretty blonde you can't be, like, a hot brown, or, like, you're a hot brown, but can't really be a pretty blonde, like, you can't really have both, and I genuinely feel like you can be both. <laughs> For me, That's I feel nice. like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't, I don't really look any different with darker hair or lighter hair, but with you, you could definitely tell, but I think it looks really good both ways. Thanks. I'm also I'm happy you did I just uh, worked out, but I wanted to, like, get nice and, like, look pretty, but, like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the real, it's the real thing. Yeah. So, what's going on in your life? Um, nothing too crazy, kind of. I feel like things are starting to slow down a little bit more for me, kind of. The month of August is still pretty crazy. The month of September is pretty crazy, but I feel like we're slowly getting out of summer and into, like, a little bit more of a lax schedule as far as, like, work goes for me, and I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, next week I go on a trip somewhere, which we'll talk about in another episode, (laughs) but either way, be looking for all of the fun pictures and stuff that I get to do. I'm gonna, I was talking with him the other day about how I kind of feel like a little bit like you and Tyler, because we're going on this trip or whatever, but I feel like it's gonna give us a little bit of a preview, or especially me, a little bit of a preview of what life is gonna be like going from, Mm -hmm. like, place to place, so I'm really excited about it. I'm but, excited for you. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, nothing really is different. What about you? Me and Tyler's one-year anniversary is, um, I think, like, next week or two weeks from now. Oh, my gosh. How crazy is that? I mean, it so feels crazy. like it's been forever, but it also feels like it just happened yesterday. So true. Um, so we might go back to Chicago and do, like, a couple days there. So we didn't really get mm-hmm. to do much when we were there. Yeah. Um, and we had a tornado last night, <laughs> or a tornado <sighs> warning, I guess. And we had, like, you know when you have, like, an Amber Alert on your phone? It was, like, that, but, like, ten times louder. And then outside, they had, like, the tornado siren going on. Outside, yeah. too? Yeah, like, the city. The city tornado. So we went, we went out in, because, like, my room has two huge windows. You saw it before. And our bed is, like, right next to the window. So, like, if anything were to happen, we would be screwed. So we went out in, like, the couch area. We were, like, sitting out there. And then we heard the siren outside. And we're, like, okay, like, let's go downstairs. We're, like, nobody's going to be down there. And there was, like, 30 people downstairs. Like, sitting in, like, the lobby, like, just waiting for it to be over. But luckily, like, nothing ever happened. But it was so scary. <laughs> we were trying to get my um, roommate to come down, but she was like, nah, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> That's what, remember that one time you were at work and I woke up at like midnight and that siren was going off on my phone and I was like, what do I do? And you were like, call Tyler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
when I was sitting on the floor in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) It is definitely scary, especially because I feel like here it's predictable that it's not actually going to, like, happen or anything. But out there, I feel like it probably could. I feel like it can happen anywhere. It's true. You just have to... Like, I... At first, I was like, eh, I don't think I need to go down. But then, like, I heard the siren, and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, the one outside would terrify me. Last night, Tyler, when the siren went off, Tyler grabbed his PS5 (laughs) and ran out there with it. And then his monitor and ran out there with it. (laughs) But he didn't grab you and run out there with it? No, he did me first. Okay, (laughs) And he grabbed, like, me socks. He grabbed sweatpants, a sweatshirt, (laughs) water. (laughs) All the essentials. All yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, other than that, life has been crazy. I'm moving tomorrow. So I have to pack up literally everything. And then Tyler's going to move it while I'm at work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for just a new place and a new fresh start. Yeah, definitely. And, like, even though it's in the same place, it's still the concept different. of, like, moving and getting, like, a different environment and everything. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the first move that you're doing without me. <laughs> it's gonna be hard you're one person down <laughs> luckily we don't have a lot of things yeah that's very true <laughs> oh i was gonna say your place isn't that far away right it's only like 10, no it's a little away. bit it's a little bit more north than where we are so it's mm-hmm. like seven minutes longer to go to work but is it the same kind of like setup like you're living with someone in an apartment or it's like an airbnb where there's, like, Airbnb below us and then above us, so it's, like, a two-bedroom or two-unit oh. apartment thing. It's a cute little house. Yeah. So we have the upper floor. Yeah. That'll be nice. I'll send you pictures. Okay. I'm excited for you guys. <laughs> Do you guys have anything fun planned for your anniversary? Um, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Tyler hasn't told me anything. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I still can't believe it's been a year. I feel like it should be, like, year five. Right? <laughs> it feels like it with all the things that have, like, happened, happened the past year. Yeah. I think that's it for updates, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. So, the first topic I really wanted to touch on, because I've been reading this book, and it's, like, a self-help book, so it's, like, pretty basic, like, basically, like, all self-help books are, but it was... I had, like, a chapter on, like, staying positive and kind of switching your thought process from being so negative to kind of being more positive because when you are constantly thinking of negative thoughts and you're around negative people and you're saying negative things to yourself, those things start to become true. And after reading that, I was like, oh, shit. So, like, the more you talk negative about your body, the more you talk negative about your life and your job and everything, the more those things come true. So, like, the more you talk about positive things and things you actually want to do in life and you want to accomplish, the more you will accomplish those things. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes, like, hand-in-hand hand with the whole, like, manifesting thing. Like, the more mm-hmm. you think about the positive things, the more you talk about them, the more you're, like telling yourself that it's going to happen, it ends up happening. I remember right. growing up, my mom always, like, she would point out people and she'd be like, oh, they walk around with, like, a cloud over their head. And I was always like, a cloud over their head? Like, what? But it's more of, like, the concept of you You tend to find people that are super, super negative and down about things are the ones that are always complaining about, like, all the bad things in their life. And it ends up 
being the people that always have bad ha- things happen to them. You know what I mean? You're like, why right. do they always have bad things happen? Because, I mean, obviously, like, you can't control, like, life or whatever. But I feel like the people that tend to go through the worst things have the worst mindset about it. Like, obviously, right. people that don't have a negative mindset still go through the hard things. It's not like you're never going to have, like, a hardship in life. But if your mindset is super, super negative about it, it makes it worse almost. Mm-hmm. And it honestly makes you more exhausted. The more you think, like, oh, I don't want to get up. Oh, I don't want to do this. The more tired you are. It's like you're taking all your energy to think of the negative things rather than, like, thinking of the good things and feeling, like, lighter on your feet in a sense. Mm-hmm. So true. And then another thing I wanted to touch on is kind of like just managing your sleep schedule, drinking enough water, moving your body to make yourself like feel good. I know when people don't really prioritize like those three main things, um, it seems that their life is in shambles, I guess. I know when you prioritize your sleep, your water, and you're like moving your body, even like walking. 10, 20 minutes a day, I feel like it can brighten your mood so much and your health so much. That's so true. I honestly feel like, like, now that we're talking about it and thinking about it, the last couple of months, yes, obviously I've had a super busy schedule and whatnot, but I didn't prioritize any of those things, and I feel like that only made it harder for me, because I kept thinking to myself, how come I used to be able to do this when I was younger, or like, how come this is so hard for me, like, harder than normal, or harder than it should be, and I think it's honestly because I didn't give myself enough time to work out, or even just, like, get outside and do anything, or drink my water, make sure I was eating the proper, like, nutritious foods, Mm -hmm. or just, like, taking time to, like, sit with myself, and think and process stuff and I feel like that once you like start to get in that little habit without even knowing about it it's so difficult to get out of it and now that I'm allowing myself to have more free time and incorporating those things into it I also got I got this app hold on let me go to it so I can see it's called fabulous I did a bunch of research it was slow at work one afternoon and I did a bunch of research on like self-help apps I literally googled app to get your shit together (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so it's called Fabulous, and you can, there's, like, a premium version where you can pay for it, um, but it starts you out with, like, super tiny goals that leads, like, to big ones. They have, like, a concept where it's called, like, mountains and whatnot, but right now, my goal is to drink water, what is it, drink water three times this week, right when I wake up. And at first, I was, like, seriously, they're gonna, like, it's to drink water when I first wake up three days <laughs> this week. Like, that's so weird. But it's it's one of those things, like, you start out with, like, the really tiny, tiny goals. Mm-hmm. And once you accomplish them, you're like, okay, if I can do that. I think the next one after that is, like, after you drink your water, you get up and, like, make your bed right away. So it's, like, it incorporates things into your, like, entire day of a routine. And they, send, they can send you, like, little reminders. And there's this thing called... Uh, circle or community where like you have people to talk to you or whatever but it's really really cool that is and cool. there's like little challenges involved in it so I decided to get it and I think I paid for the premium version which is like three dollars a month mm-hmm. but I was like if this is a little way that I can help me be consistent and incorporate those things and I started walk like taking a, like a walk 
every day, just like literally around the neighborhood, which is hard because it's very hilly over here, which <laughs> yes. I don't know if you remember, but it's very hilly over here. <laughs> okay, so I want to go into a listener's question. She said, hey, ladies, I've been in a relationship for a year and a couple months now. He's great and doesn't do anything wrong. Like, follow a bunch of girls, like their pictures, cheat on me, talk to other people, etc. But I still feel like he doesn't do anything for me either. I mentioned it to him, and he says he'll get better every time I ask, but nothing has changed. What do I do? I just want to feel special. So I feel like she's kind of saying that he does, like, all of the right things where he doesn't cheat on her. He doesn't do anything wrong, specifically. But he also doesn't give her the attention she wants or doesn't give her little gifts or little things that he, when he, like, thinks about her, stuff like that that us girls like. Um, It's really sad to say that that's extremely relatable because I feel like it's a problem that not most people think that they're going to have in relationships. I feel like it's a problem that most people don't consider to have in relationships where your partner is on paper everything that you would want you know they don't cheat on you they're faithful to you they have a good job or they have a job um they're not involved in social media a lot or drama or you know maybe they don't drink a lot or they don't smoke a lot or they do drugs like they seem like a perfect person they're nice to you they have a good relationship with their family however there's that like little little area of the attention and the affection and like the thoughtfulness that you, like, I remember telling myself, well, that's not everything. Like, think about all the other good things about about him. But it's like, can I, can you really get over the fact that those areas in your relationship that you feel like you need aren't being met? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. Very yeah, and difficult. I feel like a lot of times girls think that because he's doing all of the right things, they don't want to try something else because... They don't want to go to somebody that's maybe not doing all these right things. They feel guilty for breaking up with them when there was literally no reason to break up with them, I guess. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's so true. I know you felt that way, and I have felt that way before, where I have had to end relationships just because simply I was growing more than them, and they weren't doing the things that I need in a relationship. I feel like... Something I went through when I was going through that mentally or maybe that she's feeling is almost kind of doubting her thoughts with it and maybe feeling like it's selfish to think that way or is it shallow of me to, you know, should I just be grateful for everything that he does have and kind of just disregard the fact that I want, you know, flowers every now and then or like a text being like, hey, I know I didn't see you today, but I'm thinking of you like I miss you, like just something like that that they're not thinking about it's it's easy to think to yourself like oh I should just be grateful for what I have and let me just settle for it or I feel selfish for thinking like I have all this but like I want more you know you feel bad for wanting those things when you shouldn't feel bad for wanting the things that you feel like you need in the relationship right you're like totally validated in your feelings and I think that more girls and guys should feel like, they shouldn't have to settle in a relationship. Even if it there is literally nothing wrong in the relationship, you should not have to settle. Maybe he doesn't even, I don't know, the littlest thing that you want in a relationship and he doesn't do, you can still, like, it could still not be that 
the right relationship for you. Mm-hmm. You know? So true. And I feel like there's another thing, too. It, that's why it's so important, I feel like, before you start to be exclusive with somebody, to go through and have a conversation of your expectations and of your wants and of your needs because to an extent, too, it, it's it also isn't fair to have certain expectations of somebody to have them meet if they don't know that those are expectations that you want. You know what I mean? Like, if you never expressed to your partner that you really, really, really love when someone um, buys you gifts or you really, really love when someone is verbally affectionate or you really, really love when someone does this or that, if they don't know that that's something that you actually need from them, to an extent you can't totally blame it on the fact yeah exactly so i feel like that's why it's super important to have those conversations before you start dating but at the end of the day if that's not something that they can do for you then that's okay there's going to be someone else out there that can and you shouldn't feel bad for being like okay maybe this isn't the right relationship for me right there's another one Mm -hmm. and it's it can be hard to do i know it is hard and I think that us girls tend to drag it out, hoping that, like, one day they're going to do it. One day, one day they will buy me flowers and it'll make this relationship work. Or one mm-hmm. day they will open the door for me or buy me dinner or plan a whole day for me. And that day doesn't come and you're simply just wasting your time at this point. Because there so are true. men out there that do that. Mm-hmm. And there are girls out there, like, for any guys that might be listening, <laughs> there are girls out there that don't want those things either. So that would be, like, perfect for you to be with her because if those aren't things that you think to do or you'd want to do, there's a girl out there that doesn't want them anyway, so it's fine. But right. I feel like both sides of the party need to understand that that's okay regardless. You can get along with that person just fine. You can have a great friendship with them, but if they don't meet your needs on a relationship level, on a, like, romantic level, on a serious level, someone else will, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like maybe for her... She's like, what do I do? I want to feel special. Maybe. And if she's had, she said that she's had conversations with them before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe try to have one on a different level. Like, instead of being like, I just want you to give me flowers. I mean, I don't know how she's having the conversation with them. But (laughs) I remember how I used to be. Instead of maybe being like, I just wish you did this and I wish you did that. Because I feel like guys take that as an ego hit, too. Which doesn't make it any better because instead of him wanting to do it to make you happy, he feels like he has to because you brought it up and made him feel bad for it. Mm-hmm. And then you're you just nagging I mean? him all the time about things you want and wish he did. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't make him feel good at, like either. So maybe have a conversation with him on a different level. Be super, super serious about it and be like, these are things that I need in a relationship. And if you cannot provide them to me... That's something that we need to address and move on from and kind of make it like this is it or this isn't it. You know what I mean? Which yes. is hard to do. I think but. that's really good advice. Thanks. Um, so what are your standards in like a relationship? Maybe that you've learned over time from your last relationship to this relationship or you've just always had these standards in your life? Like my like expectations and like what I yeah. look for type of thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I feel like... I don't want to sound bad by saying this, but I mean, I feel like my basic standards are things that everybody would kind of want in a relationship is healthy communication, loyalty, um, the ability to be 
real and like goofy and funny and have those like fun times and memories, but also be able to be serious too and have real conversations just because you want to be able to have a relationship that has obviously both. Um, I would say good work ethic, good motivation, like mentality when it comes to providing for themselves and for other people. Kindness. I like... I didn't think about this ahead of time, but, like, I gotta go, like, I have a whole list, it's so bad, but, um, someone that's, like, so truly just kind at heart, like, you know how you, like, are out in public and you see somebody that will maybe, okay, so let's say someone, like, fell or dropped something and people just, like, walk right past, they're like, oh, that sucks, and they'll just walk right past. I've always wanted to be with someone that looks and then helps them. Like, I find mm-hmm. that to be so attractive. I don't know why, but just someone that has, like, a really genuine heart and kind heart and someone that also has a relationship with God. And that's not even someone necessarily relationship-wise. that I, Like, I want my friends and the people that I surround myself with to kind of have that same mentality, too. So not even talking relationship, like, romantically. I feel like those are kind of standards that I have. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, they have to have a job that makes at least this much, or (laughs) they have to have this kind of car, or like, those things obviously matter to a level. Like, I was just having a conversation about credit score with my boyfriend the other day. Because those things, like finances, that's a big thing too, (laughs) that you have to have a conversation about. But I feel like it's not, for me, as important as as some other things. I think my main um, standard is, like, that they don't stop trying in the relationship. And me and Tyler were talking the other day about, like, our exes and things like that. We were going through pictures, and I was, like, kind of, like, we were just having a conversation. And I brought up to him that, like, I'm usually the one to, like, end the relationship just because I feel like I outgrow the person and the person just stops trying in the relationship. And partly it could be, like, my fault, too, and, like, I was immature in those relationships. But I feel like a standard for me is making sure the guy always makes me feel special and just, like, always holding my hand and doing all of the things all the time instead of just right in the beginning of the relationship and then stopping, like, six months into it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, once every, like, not just on Valentine's Day, not just on my birthday, like, all of the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So- Effort's a big thing. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a one thing that I don't want to settle with because I know, like, over the years, like, life gets hard once you have a family, once you get married, like, other things come up. And, like, those little things, if you keep doing them while you're, like, first starting dating, like, the first, like, five years, they'll, like, stick. It's, like, a habit that you have to do it. Like, you have to open the door for me. You, like, you know, you do all the nice things. Because if you mm-hmm. stop early on, you're never going to do it again. Exactly. And it's so true when it comes to, like, when you think about it long term. I think that's when you can really kind of figure out what your standards are or when you think about things long term. Because if you don't find somebody that is super nice or that is, you know, that has motivation and determination and that does those little things like that and puts all that effort in now, if you don't make that your standard now... If you're with that person for 20 plus years, you're not going to be satisfied with it because they're not going to have those then either. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like someone at 45 years old is just going to all of a sudden have a heart of gold and want to do all those things for you for no reason. You know? So, yeah. I think that's a good 
It's definitely a good thing. People overlook that a lot, the effort thing. They always want it, but they don't think about it in the beginning as something that they, like, consider. Right. What about, like, love languages? Do you think, like, your love language is kind of, like, a standard in the relationship? And if they don't do that love language, then it's not the right person? (laughs) (laughs) I definitely... I actually just got a book um, of the five love languages. And me and him are reading it together. (laughs) Like, we actually sit down and, like, read it out loud to each other. (laughs) Um, And... We haven't gotten too far into it, but what we both know about it and what I've known about it, too, and a concept it brings up is when it comes to, like, marriages and the compatibility of the love languages. I don't, from what I've learned and what I've seen, the concept of knowing what your love language is is just as important as knowing what love language you, um, I want to say perform. (laughs) Yeah, performative (laughs) yeah um because something so let's say my top love language is quality time so that's what I need to be filled with the most right but the love language that I give the most might be words of affirmation so even though I want quality time doesn't mean I can give quality time very well I think that that's a concept that most people don't necessarily consider when they think about um, love languages. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I think it's a big thing. I've realized in even my friendships, love languages can really determine um, the, I want to say, stability and, like, length of the relationship and, like, quality of it, for sure. Right. So, Do you know what yours you? are? Yes. Remember we took that quiz that one time? Yeah, I don't remember what mine are. <laughs> I, think, I literally think I have the screenshot of yours, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think um, mine are, like, physical touch and words of affirmation. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine have not changed, but I think I've been able to develop a better understanding of why mine are what they are. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to try to find the picture while we're still talking, but I'm pretty sure that my love languages are, I think it's quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, and then in the bottom, it's, like, gifts and acts of service. Acts of service. Oh, maybe acts of service is a little bit higher. I don't know. I want to wait until I'm done reading the book to, um, like, reevaluate what mine are, but I'm pretty sure. And the thing that's funny is that his are, like, super, super similar. And the way that we, uh perform the <laughs> love languages I think are like compatible too which it really That's really good. helps mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. all in all you should kind of do all of them in a way yeah I agree it's one of those things where like um you know how in school remember we learned like the the food pyramid of like all mm-hmm. the different nutrients we have to have but like some are a little bit more important than others yeah. I think it's like that like you have to be um What's the word to be nutrified? Nourified, nourished, nourished, nourished. <laughs> to be nourished in your love languages, I feel like you have to kind of hit all your bases, mm-hmm. even if some are more important than the others. And maybe that's honestly with that question from that girl, maybe that's where like their disconnect is coming from. Maybe they're having a disconnect because they haven't evaluated their own love languages and what they need from each other type of thing. Maybe that's something that could 
they can kind of like discover together. Maybe it'd bring them closer. Maybe it'd realize like make them realize that they don't are not compatible. Okay, let's move on to like standards in life. Okay, let's do it. So my main standards in life, growing up, I've always been like an athlete. So like staying healthy and staying active has always been like a standard in my life. I like can't go without it, or else I don't feel like myself. Um, and then also like fueling my body properly. I haven't always done that. And we talked about like eating disorders and stuff like that, that we've kind of both been through. But recently I've really tried to just like nourish my body with foods that make me feel good instead of foods that I know when I eat them, I'm going to be like, why the fuck did I eat them? Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I think standards for my life. I've never kind of like thought about it that way. I would say definitely, I mean, growing up, I was active, but I wasn't super, I would consider myself to be 80% at everything. (laughs) Like, I wasn't, like, um, a total athlete, but I was active. I definitely was fat when I was younger. I didn't have, like, a healthy relationship with food, and as I've gotten older, I feel like I somewhat have, um, so I guess... Obviously, staying active, eating healthy, health, healthy for me, like <laughs> standards that I need to work work on. But I would say, wow, that what are, kind what of are like, throwing me. <laughs> what are like non negotiables in your life that you like? Like, okay, I need to do this. Like, maybe it's um like your relationship with God, and like maybe I don't know. <laughs> you don't have like any like things in your life that you're like, okay, these like. I need to do these things to, like, feel good. Okay. Sex? <laughs> <laughs> I would say sleep. Even though it doesn't always happen, I have to I have, to have enough sleep. Like, sleep is huge, 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 huge for me, kind of. But then again, part of me is, like, sleep for the week. I have to have time with people. That's, like, a there thing for me. Because I'm, I'm very, like, sociable. So if if I go a certain amount of time without seeing people, I go crazy. Like, I have to have interaction with people. That's something that is a definite standard in my life. Another standard in my life is music. And maybe being active on a different, on a different level. Not, like, going to work out or running or anything like that. But active on the level of um, just being up and doing things. Like, either dancing or going and, like, doing activities. I like doing activities and, like, different fun stuff. So I need to be fulfilled by music or, like, an art form of some sort. My friends, definitely my family. Like, I talk to my mom every single day. So being fulfilled that way, too. Like you said, relationship with God, that's something that I I don't feel like a complete person unless I have that aspect in there. I feel like I'm trying to think of it in the opposite way. Like when my life is in shambles, the things that I feel like I need to get done are the things that I would consider to be my standards. Making sure my house is clean. <laughs> right. Also, that's what I was going to say. Also, like making sure your environment is like nice and clean and organized. That's like mm-hmm. a big thing for me because when... Like, right now, my room is, like, crazy, so I'm trying not to focus on it, but I love organization, and I just love being in a good environment. Mm-hmm. You feel, like, put together when your environment mm-hmm. is put together, 100%. I'm also trying to start to, like, look cuter and, like, put more effort into, like, making myself 
look better. Obviously, not right now because I just worked out. But, like, maybe dressing nicer, getting more into, like, fashion and putting on makeup and just making myself feel nice and look nice. I think that should be another standard that I really focus on. Mm-hmm. But you know what my favorite thing about that is, though? Is that you have gotten to a point in your life where you enjoy getting together, getting, like, your makeup on, your hair done, your outfit together, and, like, looking really pretty and nice, but you also are totally comfortable and love yourself just as much if you're not, too. I think that that's, like, a super, super important thing. Maybe you don't recognize it, but... That has never been an issue for me, like, the whole makeup thing and, like, being natural or, like, looking like a bum, like, in sweatpants and stuff, but, like, the whole body thing, like talking nicely to my body and like just being more positive around like the way my body looks that has been like an issue in my past so I think like going forward after like this podcast like maybe just talking nicer to myself could be like Mm -hmm. another standard I can kind of implement in my routine definitely and even though I don't use that mirror that often because I use your mirror that you have here (laughs) on my mirror I have this sticker that says you look good and I always remember when I got that I was like this is going to be something that helps me recognize when I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, like I wish I didn't have this. I wish I didn't look this way. I don't like the fact that this is this way. Like I would look at that and be like, wait a second. You look good. You know what I mean? So li- those little mental notes and reminders can be super helpful. Another standard that I kind of thought about while writing the notes was like maybe taking like a little bit of a mental break. I know that like you talk a lot about like mental health days and like you like taking those like little mental breaks I think that's also important and maybe also distancing yourself from people that don't make you feel good mm-hmm. <gasps> okay now I'm into it I'm into <laughs> what the question was so I got this boundaries that's a standard that I I would say in the last year I mean, I've started that after, I would say, like, middle school, high school, when I went through, like, the whole, like, everybody's mean to me, like, mean girl phase, like, drama, that sort of stuff. I set boundaries for myself, maybe, like, subconsciously. Definitely this last year, a standard for myself in my life is having boundaries, not only with myself, because I've gotten to know myself better, but boundaries with other people. So, like, when you said distancing yourself from people and things, it's very, like, just to be very self-aware of the boundaries that you have set. And not allowing yourself to be around people or around things that don't make you happy. Super important when setting, like, the standards for your life. Yeah, life's too short to be unhappy. So true. Another thing, mentioning our podcast, maybe, like, keeping your brain healthy. Like, keep reading, keep walking, keep listening to audiobooks, keep listening to podcasts that make you feel good. Just keep your brain, like, active and like stimulated because I feel like a lot of people nowadays are on their phone all the time just like not even think about what they're doing on their phone just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and yeah it does activate your brain but not in the way where like a Sudoku book would or like a crossword puzzle would Mm -hmm. you know like activate your brain to like be better in a way Mm-hmm. there's another app for that too oh my gosh there's apps for everything but there's another app where you can do you can like it'll have you play like little games to actually get your brain like thinking and motivated because I've noticed that being a problem with a lot of people too because everybody's just on their phone getting stimulated 
and having everything just fill their head, but they're not allowing themselves to have time to, like, one, get it all out, and two, like, actually using their brain as a muscle to think about things and use it, other than just, like, seeing stuff. And even, like, consuming the wrong information, like, the news and stuff like that, people are consuming all of this bad, negative stuff, and the more you consume, like, good information, like, podcasts or books or whatever you like to do, the more you'll feel better, too. Mm-hmm. So true. Yoga has helped a lot with me, like, just, like, really, like, relaxing and kind of slowing my brain down because literally at nighttime, I can't fall asleep because I'm thinking about everything, and it's so hard for me to fall asleep. I think that's the one activity that allows not only your body to relax, but your mind, too, and it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I want I want to start it so bad. You should. It's. I went to a class today and it was a lot like, different from what I've been doing at home. But it was it was fun. I mean, I feel like when I do it by myself, I'm a little bit more, um, slower and like it's more of like a relaxation. But like the classes are more of like a workout. So, like, I kind of want to just, like, do both. But at least you have, like, the foundation of doing it yourself so that way you're not going into it like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what this is or how I'm doing it. You know what I mean? I feel, I still felt that way, but. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get better, though. Yeah. I think I'm going to start doing that. And I definitely have, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go work out today. This week has been a good week so far as far as, like, my schedules goes. I've been able to get things done and think about things and, like, process stuff. I think going to work out is going to be good tonight. My boyfriend is meeting some of my family. Oh, no. Are you nervous? <laughs> Somewhat. Hold on. He's calling me really quick. I don't know why. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, just keep in mind your standards in life and your standards in your relationships and never like lower your standards for anybody. Life is way too short. You only have one life to live, so... Keep those standards high. Mm-hmm. And never settle for less, too. Exactly. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, do all the things, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was such a good one.